Welcome to the Wager Makers Podcast with Webb and Schmidt. Brick by brick, baby. I'm freaking out, Webb. I'm there'd be no man. Stupidity's going to be an asset. What a bunch of crybabies. Hello, my name is Steve Smith, and this is Rob Weber. Say hey, Webb. Hello, hello. What's up, Smith? What's up, buddy? I'm Smith. That's Webb, and we are the Wager Makers, and this is the Wager Maker Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. we got a big show coming up tonight. We're a day late, but we're still going to get all the information to you that we usually would get to you uh, as quickly as we can here. So um, some of you that just listen to the podcast, I'm sure this will be out before the Thursday night game. If you watch it on YouTube, maybe you missed the Thursday night game. Not sure. Uh, we'll try and get out to you as fast as we can. A uh, lot of stuff to go through. Webb, this is Wager Maker Podcast number 67. 67, baby. Brick by brick. <laughs> um, this one, another one came easy to me. This was a Russell Maryland uh, nose tackle from University of Miami. He was Dallas Cowboys had the number one pick. He probably wasn't the sexiest pick, number one overall pick, but he played on the Cowboys for a number of years, won a couple of Super Bowls. I, I, I'm not sure, maybe three, maybe all three of them. Um, but he was always a good player. He was there for a while. Good locker room guy. So that one came easy to me. Number 67, Russell Maryland. That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't even know that. I, I didn't even think about that offhand. It's kind of a weird number for a, a defensive tackle, but obviously really good player at the U and really good player. Oh, he was at, badass uh, yep. at the U. Hell yeah. Real good player for the Dallas Cowboys in their heyday of just badass defense they had. Everybody always yeah. talks about Aikman. And um, Emmett Smith and Troy and uh, Michael Triplets. Irvin, but that defense was was badass over there, and it they started awesome, on the front. Yep, yep. So all right, and I looked up some things. I saw Bob Kuchenberg. He was on the Dolphins Dolphins offensive line, and uh, Reggie McKenzie, who was a linebacker for the Raiders back in the eighties, uh, mid mid late eighties, but also in the front office for a lot of teams. I think he's in the front yeah. office for the Miami Dolphins right now. So he was sixty seven as a linebacker, huh? Yeah, weird, huh? That's yeah, that's what wow. it said online. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming that's true. If it's online, it had to be true. So. <laughs> right. No fake news. No, get no fake news here, buddy. That's no, no it. way. No way. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, we'll just get we'll get right into a few things real quick, and then we're gonna get to you that that pick for the uh, the Eagles and Giants game coming up real quick. We'll talk about our pools and our college pick 'em and our survivor pool. Uh, you know, a lot of things to talk about. Um, this is. Uh, real quick, uh, we, we had a rough week last week, Webb. Um, well, in college, we went four and four against the spread. That's, that's typical. Not great. It's been rough. No. Uh, Big Ten starts up this week. So, uh, I think we're, hopefully we take some lessons from what we learned early on in the SEC and, um, or, you know, early on in the football season is anything's, anything's there. You know, take the points. When, when in doubt, take the points. I'll say it every time, yeah, yeah. but there are I, some I games know. I like to, I, I like laying points this week, but I think the same thing for the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten's coming at a perfect time after, uh, you know, the Bearcats game was canceled last week. Other teams are coming up with, with injuries and COVID related things. It's starting to feel like the college game is starting to, starting to dwindle and, and lose shape a little bit. Here comes the Big Ten and maybe, maybe by the time those guys start catching COVID, the Pac-12 will, will be there we'll too. We'll be so. back. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird still looking at the sheet because it's still really short. You know, you lose right. the sheet comes out on whatever it is Monday morning. I start looking Tuesday probably, and it's always a couple pages. Now it's real short. I'm like, damn, that's it. Even today, there's only you know we get nothing to do to tonight. There's no baseball. I actually dabbled into KBO again the other night. I went one and one. So uh, you know, I, I got to take <laughs> the care. The Korean of my baseball jokes. is back, baby. That's right. That's right. right. I said. But for the record, in case anybody's wondering, we're both on the Rays. For the World Series at the number, I think it was like plus 170. We got it. Yeah, for uh, we're series. taking game by game. Uh, tomorrow night's game has a good pitching matchup. Uh, Morton 
against uh, Bueller. Yeah, I, I was all over Bueller, but now I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm hedging that. I don't know. Morton's tough, man. Big game, big game Chuck. So Morton's come up no big in the playoffs. Every, every game he's been against the Yankees, yeah. against the Astros, every game he's needed a big, a big win. It'd be big if Tampa Bay could get up, uh, two to one. If they so win that good. game, that's, that, yeah. uh, that would bode real well for them. So we'll see. And they're definitely doing the no runs in the first inning. And that was a big win for them last night. They, they, I mean, if they can get hot like that. Flow can start hitting it. That'll that'll turn the tide there for sure. Especially, I mean, everybody talks about um, Kershaw, but really Bueller's been their their main man in the playoffs. Oh, it seems like pitcher, he's yeah, been their guy, sure. and uh, Urias has been really good too. Yeah, say it right. So, uh, but we'll talk but a little bit about Goslin. It was pitched pretty well for them. I think the dude pitched last. Well, he night. pitched he, last he, night, he, but he, he got hit up a little yeah, bit. I think he did. Yeah, but he was pitching well coming in. Well, they've been other than Kershaw and Bueller and Urias. They've really been kind of doing like by committee for the Dodgers. Right, and, right, right. You know, the Carrot Top pitches an inning too. Yeah, and yeah. And other right, guys pitching right. inning too. Uh, same with the guy, Goslin pitches inning too. Yeah, I think he got go to the there. start when what's his name got scratched last time. And yeah, he pitched well that game. I think we had him. I think we had him that So the NFL was tough week last week, Webb. We went, uh, three and seven. Uh, yeah, that's but, not but good, that's man. the bad news. The good news is, um, at sportswatchmonitor.com, we we went three and seven and we we only dropped from number three to number seven and now there's more people getting in more people getting in so it's it's up to seventy one uh, handicappers and we're number seven out of seventy one so what we got to do is get back on the winning train this yeah, week and I'm looking turn forward it to it. here no doubt for sure yeah. and uh, one thing a couple things we got to look for that I didn't think of uh, you know these teams that are dealing with COVID you don't think about it too much but like the Patriots last week they just looked all out of sorts. Uh, and they were one of those teams that their, 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 their facility was shut down. You don't, you don't really think about it that much. Their facility was shut down. I guess they didn't practice. They Zoom practice and everything. And they just, they just didn't look like the same team they were for the first few weeks and lost to the Broncos. That was a tough one. Um, speaking of that, uh, our, our survivor pool web is down to three teams. Yeah. I saw that when I put my pick in. Yeah. A couple yeah, people, uh, got knocked out. Uh, Gary Franjone. Yeah. Gary's out. And Marty Johnson both had the Patriots last week and got knocked out, so it's down to three people. It's Doug Walsh, uh, Chad Arnold, and you, Webb, are the last three. Uh, last what three happens on there. if I win? If you win, it just means we have more money to put in the next competition. I don't know. I didn't break that. I didn't break that news to you yet, but uh, that's, but that's fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. If, if you win, it means we I have money in the bank for the money, next competition. So don't worry about it. I didn't know if I didn't know what was gonna happen. I knew that was coming. I knew that shit was coming. It doesn't mean you have to tank because it would right, still be better right, to be right. in our bank than no, in. I want. I got to deal with the bragging rights. I got to deal with just for the integrity of the show. So. Exactly. Exactly. That's why we're both in every pool because if we win, all it means is we get to have another competition until we lose. Yeah, that's no, what that's talking. And my pick for this week is not a fairly easy one. You got to go against the New York Jets. So I'm taking. I think it's the Bills. Um, it, 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 yeah, you know, it's to the point almost where you just look at who the Jets are playing type thing. Yep. And uh, um, in my in our big fantasy, just in our big survivor pool that we're in, uh, just so you know, I think I'm going with the Bills. I have the Bills available in that. I think I'm probably going to go with the Bills. Too, yeah. And I lost my other one. I think I had the Patriots as my other pick last week. So the one I had solo without you and Reed is out. So I'm down to the last one, which is the one we have. Uh, I college five, and now I'm down to yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So it's been tough. It's been tough, man. There was a couple games the last few weeks. If if the Giants hold on against the Cowboys that two week, I think it was two weeks ago, that would have got rid of a whole bunch of people. And then there was a couple couple games this past week that would have that would have got rid of thousands, I think, off that big pool we were on. But uh, I don't know. I forget which was. That was still alive. So that's all that matters. Brick by um, brick, baby. And the college football pick'em. Uh, for the wager makers, uh, Reed is still on top. Rev G's in second. Webb is in third. Uh, 
Scott Wheatley is in fourth. Lil Saint the Goat, the intern, Chad Arnold, and then me. I'm I'm dragging up the back, but I'm I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna come on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming on. I put my picks in earlier today. But there was only two two teams in the in the in the pl- over 500. Um. Oh yeah, I guess I gotta put in the over 500 last week. Reed went six and three, and Rev G went six and four. Web, you were five and five on that. Yeah, so, it's uh, tough. The tough. So let's get let's get real quick. We'll, we'll get into our other picks in a minute. Real quick, let's talk about this game tonight, Web. The, the NFC East big time game for first place. If 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 the Eagles win, they're in first. If the Giants win, then the Cowboys lose, they're in first. Both teams with one win right now in that in that in that tough ass division. Uh, yeah, yeah, who do you, who disgusting. do you like? Who do you like in this? Um, I mean, this one came to me pretty, the Eagles are getting a little bit healthy. Uh, it's a relative term. They're getting, I think, Lane Johnson back to right tackle and another guard back. So I think they have their center, the right guard and the right tackle that are starting the season back. Um, and I think Deshaun Jaskins back. So uh, I, I took the Eagles. I think it's a fairly pretty easy one. It, it started at six. I think the line's down to four and a half, something like that. Um, I took the Eagles. I really do like the under 45. Either team, I mean, both defenses suck. They're both horrible on third down, but the offenses are equally as bad. Uh, the thing that worries me is this is, there's going to be, what do you think? Four turnovers, probably easily two by each team. Definitely Dickie Dimes is going to do probably two. I do like the Eagles defensive line, especially against that shitty Giants offensive line. Um, the Giants are going to try to run the ball and Jason Garrett cannot, does not know what to do with a Jim Schwartz defense. Uh, it's, it's happened to believe me. I can write a fucking book. So that's why that's basically a lot to do with it. Both the under and the, uh, and the Eagles. I, I would love to get the game at three, but that's not happening. Obviously. Um, Eagles any under, and I feel pretty good about both of those. I agree. This is a, a classic tale here, Webb of, of with, when you look at the eye test, I know that the Eagles only have one win and, and, a, mm-hmm. and a tie or whatever. But when you look at the eye test, they, you know, it seems like every week the Eagles are playing a, you know, they're, they're struggling, but they're playing a tough team. I think it was the, the Ravens this past week. It was the Steelers. Yeah, they scored 22 the, points in the right. fourth quarter. The Steelers the week before that, and they, they, they make it close. They end up covering the, covering the line, but, but man, Wentz just throws the, the, the interceptions. Oh, he this sure and does. That. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's just tough. Just so, completely reckless. Reckless with his body. Reckless with the ball. Right. Like you said, if this was a three-point game, I, I would love the Eagles. But this this four and a half in a division game with two crappy teams on a on a Thursday night, it scares me a little bit. But and this is the one where we we talk about you know do you go with the eye test in the NFL or do you take take the solid points, the four and a half in a division game? Um, I, I have no problem going with the Eagles tonight. I'm just I'm leery. I wouldn't go big on this. The Thursday night games are kind of unpredictable sometimes. But I am taking the Eagles. I did take the Eagles already. But uh, just just beware. I do like the under, like you said. I just hopefully when the guys make those turnovers, they're not deep in their own end. Hopefully they're hopefully they're ending long drives down by the goal line and turning the ball over there, as opposed to back in their own end. But I do like the under in that game. And there should be. I think there's fans in Philly tonight. I believe. Right, a few, so, at least a few thousand. In fact, there's going to be a few thousand at the Saints game, but only three thousand, I think. That was the that, compromise uh, that came up. And that does, I mean, especially with uh, with Dickie Dimes, I don't know if that, I mean, that's going to affect him. I think I'm sure the Eagle fans will be fired up for that, something to do, and and kind of get behind. Like you said, the team does have a chance to to get in the first place here. So as unbelievable that as that is. Right, and believe it or not, I uh, pulled up since you brought that up, Webb, uh, uh, on one of the shows I was watching yesterday, had a little stat on this with the teams with fans. And without, even though no nobody's full, some teams have more fans than others, and this is right. not against the spread. But so far this year in the NFL, the teams with fans are 22 and 12, and the teams without fans are 25, 31 and 1. 
Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. To home, me. teams, just, home teams, home teams. Yep. Especially that little crowd will make, you know, it, it, it makes a difference. We saw it when we we talked about it with the A&N game. And then, I mean, even the, even the University of Miami game seems like that those fans make a difference too. So um, I'm a believer in that at this point. Right. So talking about the, uh, you know, we're talking about the Eagles. We're talking about the NFC East. Um, talk about how bad the NFC East is, the Eagles, the Giants. Well, we talk a lot about the Jets. We talk shit about the Jets. We talk shit about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some rumors this week coming out from the, the your, your, your boys locker room that there's already dissension among the ranks with the coach, with McCarthy. Um, the team obviously not playing well. Dallas, another team completely oh, underachieved. Horrible. At what point, Hard. Web, do we start, look, I, I know everybody, look, I, nobody loves the picture of the big white couch on the yacht with the girls handing the man the phone oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, during draft night than I do. I thought it was the best, the coolest thing I ever seen. But yeah. at what point do we start pointing the finger at the upper management of the Cowboys just like we do with the Jets and the Giants? You have to do it now. I mean, it's it, it, clearly it's been 25 years. It, you root for a Cowboy fan. You're, it, it's a It's a brand. It's about ratings. It's about uh, you know prime time games. It's not about wins and losses, and that's that's where the issue lies. You you see that Forbes magazine and Cowboys are the most highly valued sports franchise in the world, even bigger than those those soccer teams. And then you'll they'll get even now they're getting five and six, uh, you know prime time games or whatever it is. It's just ridiculous. That it, it's like it, it's like Apple. Like what the new the new iPhone comes out. What do you do? You go get the new iPhone. Is it better? Eh, you know it's newer. Some things are better, some things are worse. You know it's going to be glitchy, but you just buy it because that's kind of what you do. And it's the same with the Cowboys. It's not about the product on the field. It's all about, you know, the, the cachet. It's style over substance, and, and it's I'm fucking sick of it. I, I'm thinking about actually moving on to a new team. So I, I've been doing some <laughs> thinking about that. Actually, is there any? This is pretty funny. I didn't. We were talking about this. So are, there, are there some teams in the running that you're thinking about? You know, I can't really. The NFC is tough, so I, so I can't do it in that uh, in the division. And then like the Packers, I thought about, but they beat the Cowboys too many crushing times. So I thought maybe the Vikings, but they don't get. So maybe the Bears. I like the defense of the Bears, but I cannot get behind. They got to do something with the quarterback. Once Foles leaves, maybe I could pick up the Bears. Then I thought maybe the Dolphins. I like Tua, but no one's a Dolphin fan. Yeah, I'd be something like that. I'd be rooting by myself. You and Doug Walsh. Right. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> Then I think I found one, maybe at least in the AFC. I can definitely get behind the uh, the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. Young quarterback I do like Herbert. Yeah, I do like Herbert. They got some playmakers. They got guys on D. But they're one and four, so that's uh, so it wouldn't be like I'm jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> right. You get so it. All, you get, get you buy low right now, and then maybe well, in a year or two, uh, Herbert's doing something. That, that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. The Bucks, they're kind of too trendy. Uh, Saints, I thought about. There's too many too many wars with the Saints too. So. Uh, Wait, I, I how how, how things have changed in the last five or ten years? You, but when we were growing up, you would have never said that about the Saints. Too many wars with the Saints. Yeah, right, right. Well, that's a, that shows you where the Cowboys are. That, right. That's the state of the Dallas Cowboys. So it's disgraceful. I mean, the dissension, I believe it. I mean, who knows? Uh, the things I'm saying, it was it's directed, obviously, towards the defensive coordinator, which I feel is justified. And then also the defensive line coach, what I think is justified as well. They got guys who've been in there. In three-point stance, their whole career, not in a two-point stance. But I don't want to get into it. It doesn't matter. These guys are fucking rich, highly paid athletes. Make a stop. It's it's pathetic and embarrassing to be a Dallas Cowboy fan at this point. Um, that whole division is awful. You're going to throw in uh, the Jets are the worst team by far. And then you got the all the, the four teams in the NFC East. And then you throw in the Jack, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. And then you could probably throw Atlanta. 
and Minnesota right in there with it as well. And then I guess you could toss in uh, my my new San Diego Chargers, or excuse me, L.A. Chargers in there that are real bad. Cool. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, well, we'll have to keep tr- keep track of that. So, we'll maybe if anybody's got any suggestions for teams, Webb's ready to jump the ship on the Cowboys. <laughs> I never thought I heard this before. I'm sure he's not going to completely jump the ship, but he's looking for he's looking for a new team. He's looking sometimes sometimes the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, and uh, maybe you guys can reach out to us and let us know who you think Webb should should jump on. Find a running back over a cornerback and not a quarterback. So now it's you know obviously those are they they signed the wrong linebacker. They they don't know how to build a team. They don't value the interior of the defensive line. They don't value the interior of the back uh, the defensive backfield. So they don't know how to build a team. All right, fair enough. At least you can admit, like we, they got plenty it's of time to start. It's time to start pointing at the manager. You know, the, the whole organization as a whole. We do it for the Jets. We talk shit about the Giants, the Jets. Those guys have been further along into the playoffs more recently than the, than the Cowboys have. To be honest, well, he obviously is the lightning rod and deservedly so. But and when I was down there, I was going on a couple of years now. I was just like, I just got to wait for Jerry to die, and then Stephen will take over. And everything will be good. Now, I, I don't, and I, I was a big, pretty strong believer in that. Not, not now. I think Stephen Jones is just as bad as Jerry Jones. So it's, it, it's, it's not a bright future for the Cowboys. I, I don't know, you know, we'll see if McCarthy can get his program going, but I am not a fan of that defensive coordinator. I, I would have had him gone already if it was up to me. Um, but enough about the shitty ass Cowboys. So I don't uh, want to talk about it. And like you say, that's a, that's a billion dollar brand, whether they win or lose. So, but I, I truly believe the Jones family wants to win. You know, I, I believe they want to win. You know, there's, there's not something to make money. They don't clearly not enough to swallow the pride. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, moving on, uh, real quick, we say all the time, if you guys have any questions for us, reach out web. We got my buddy Ron from, uh, Jacksonville area in Florida. He's, uh, he works with the, um, the big cat rescue, not the same one that was on. He wants to make, he always makes sure he tells me it's not the same one that you saw on that, uh, Netflix special during the beginning of quarantine. None of those. Yeah. He's not, the, the, he's not the tiger king, not the tiger king. But you affiliate with any one of those or no? No, but it's, it's a similar thing. They, they, uh, they, they, they have these tigers, they feed them, they take care of them. They, they help breed them, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's in, I think, believe it's, I believe it's in Jacksonville, Florida, if I'm not mistaken, but he's got a fantasy football question, Webb, so I'll take, I'll take it, I'll take it from here. But, uh, so, uh, he, he's, he's, uh, one of the guys in his league, uh, proposed a trade. Uh, a guy wants Lamar Jackson from me and offered Breeze and Hunt for Jackson and Emmanuel Sanders, okay? I tried to get Henry instead of Hunt, but no go. Obviously, nobody's trading up, uh, Henry right now. Lamar ha- hasn't been going off like last year, and Hunt's stats will drop whenever Chubb comes back. Would you do the trade? I also have Herbert, who's doing well, and my running backs are Montgomery, um, Johnson, and Mostert, who's going to miss a few games. What, uh, what I think, Ron, is uh, you never want to get rid of a number one stud in fantasy like Lamar Jackson. However, um, I have Mostert in my fantasy team as well. And he's gonna, he's been injury prone all year. He just got hurt the other night again, and he's gonna be out several weeks. And, um, I believe you're gonna be a little bit short when it comes to running backs. So the addition of Hunt will be good for your team. Um, and with Herbert and Breeze in there, you're gonna be able to pick up quarterback points. I would go ahead and do the trade. I think Emmanuel Sanders is gonna lose some catches soon when Mike Thomas comes back, which is gonna be in a couple weeks. Supposed to be this week. But, uh, looks like he pulled a hammy in practice this week. But, um, pretty soon, I think, I think, I think this is one, I think some teams have caught on to Lamar Jackson a little bit. And, uh, so he's kind of a little more up and down than he has been in the past. 
And like like this week they have a he's a super tough um, matchup with the Steelers defense. And uh, I would go ahead and make the trade straight up. Uh, I would you, do it too. Kareem yeah. Hunt is going to get a ton more. Uh, Nick Chubb's out for the year, so I believe. Well, I, I don't mean, know that out for the year, but certainly just like yeah. most are out for several weeks. And by the time by the time I you have to worry he, about yeah, those I guys coming back. Um, and then uh, Hunt's going to catch the ball too. Mark Jackson, they figured him out. It's it's already you've seen it. They're not winning like they won last year. He's not. We've seen this many times, and if you listen to the podcast in the summer, we talked about. Let's see. I needed. I certainly I need another year to to, to anoint him the, the next best thing. So, not that he's not good, and not that the team isn't very good. They actually just made a trade for Yannick Ndokwe. Um, just another complete baffling mishandling of something by the Minnesota Vikings. Um, so that's a good team, but I I would make that trade just based off of the hunt for the thing. and then Breeze is going to get his points, and I I agree with you what you're saying about the Sanders. Dropping in some catches once uh, what's his name comes back. So right and Herbert and if you got Herbert there, I mean Herbert's going to he's, he's, he's been scoring run. points every week, yeah. every week, and and he's the, that's the kind of team that they're not going to play ten seven games. I mean he's going to no. get even if they're getting blown out by somebody, he's going to get garbage points in that second half where he's throwing the ball all around, running the ball around. Um, and I know how it works. He's going to run the ball too. Right. He's a big strong dude. And yeah, they're going to wing it. Keenan Allen, and they got another receiver. I think they got one of their receivers coming back. So, and like you said, they're going to be in shootouts. So, um, all right, we can get into the picks in a minute. I had a whole list of things we were going to talk about our our picks from last week. Like I said, it wasn't that great. Three and seven. Um, had some things go right for us. Go some things go wrong for us in college. Um, just real quick, let's touch. We can touch on the NBA real quick. Um, I was kind of upset because so many dudes. I kept saying, like, when are the Pelicans going to make a move? On the, the head coaching deal, uh, Ty Lu went to the Clippers. We talked about Doc Rivers. We talked about Billy Donovan. I think it's Billy. Yeah, Donovan. I mean, those first you know, two. I, all I the big name guys were getting picked up, and I was like, this has got to be a good job somebody wants to get. Yeah, well, I mean, you didn't want Doc Rivers, I don't think. Well, you know, you'd want to get to the mountain at least. Um, but the other two, you know, Ty Lu just used to coaching. He's not going to take a team from where the Pelicans are. He's, he's, he, he's in the right spot where he's at with a team that's ready to win. Uh, Billy Donovan, I think, would have been a good fit. Um, but just the first coach and the, and the biggest name coach isn't always the best, Smith. So I, I wasn't too worried about you, but, uh, I'll, I'll let you kick it off with the, with the hiring. Yeah. Uh, I think, I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with Van Gundy. He's a, he's a name guy. He's got, obviously got some skins on the wall. Uh, for those who don't know, he's, he's got a win percentage of 577. Solid NBA win percentage. He, he did a good job with the Heat before Pat Riley decided to take over down there, I think. Um, he, he brought the Orlando Magic, um, with Dwight Howard before anybody knew Dwight Howard was uh, a head you're case. You're thinking of his brother. You're thinking of Stan Van. That's who. That's who got the job. Stan Van Gundy. Not. No, I thought it was Jeff Van Gundy. No, not the dude with the. Uh, it was on the Pistons last. Oh. Yeah, Pistons last. Oh, I, I, not the bald headed one. Uh, uh, not the Knicks coach. Right. He's the Heat oh. Magic Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the right guy. Um. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, maybe I just I saw Van Gundy. But I thought that, I don't like that pick. Then I I, I changed my. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, it's Stan Van Gundy, and it's it's the uh, Heat Magic and Pistons. His last stint was with the Pistons, but I think yes. from what I heard, he was he was involved in the player deals and and like management uh of that also, and that that didn't really go well. But yeah, he fucked it up with the young players, I think, which kind of scares me about this this hiring now because but once he, if he gets eye on the buy-in it'll be all good right well i think they they think that he did a good job with uh with dwight howard similar mm. type uh energetic player in the post uh did a good job with him brought them to the finals actually i think they lost uh the they finals did. yeah yeah um maybe might have been, been a lakers they were playing at that time penny um, hardaway was on that team probably 
So I'm okay with it. It's a name guy. He's got some skins on the wall. Uh, I think anything but Gentry, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody says he's a good teacher. Uh, he's, and he's, and he's, and he's defensive minded, which just, I, the worst thing about watching the Pelicans last few years was just watching a young team every couple days just not show up at all. And that was, to me, that was Gentry's whole attitude. Is is his press conferences everything? It looked like the guy was more stoned than uh than the other dude. It looks like Brian Ingram. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and even if you talk to you know LeBron, you hear these guys talk. Even Kawhi, I mean, they'll talk about defense all the time. That was the whole thing that even uh in the heyday, the Warriors, they would they would clamp down. You ask uh Draymond Green, and you know, biggest knock on the. On the Rockets these past couple of years, maybe maybe not this year, but years past, they had a very talented team, but they played literally zero defense. You can never get – that's only going to get you so far. So I do like the uh, defensive-oriented uh, slant to this. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Jeff Van Gundy fan. I was working uh, in the in the industry back when he was the coach, when he was hanging on Alonzo Mourning's foot back in the day. Right, uh, right. But both Van Gundy's are good. I, I, you know, they do have a similar defensive style, so I think that'll bode well. And it's like I said, as long as he can get Zion to – to run the show, everything else will uh, everyone else will get mine. All right, all right. So, um, like I said, we could talk about some picks from last week, but it's already Thursday. Let's get right into let's get right into the picks this let's week. Let's do we, it, man. We tied the much. chickens, Redemption. and at this point, Redemption. at the time of uh, taping of this, we have do not have the chick picks yet. No chick but pick. if they get them in, I don't know if they gave up on us it's or what. Out voting, that's just throwing up, getting people to vote on Twitter. That's why too busy <laughs> for what. Brad's on Twitter saying, "Go vote." Oh yeah, go vote. Yeah, I'm not sure who I'm going to vote for yet. Nobody knows. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's see. Uh, let's just start. We'll start out with the with the games that the national televised games that we uh we talk we would do with the chick picks if we get the chick picks later. Get great. If not, don't worry about it. So we already talked about we we're going to take the Eagles over the Giants. The next one that's uh, going to be uh noon on uh or one one p.m. Eastern time is going to be the Steelers and Titans. Really, but this is going to be this is going to be a matchup right here. This is an easy one for me. Uh, I'm all over the Steelers. The Titans' defense sucks. Um, Steelers, great defense. They're playing well. What's it that dude, Chase Claypool is killing it? Uh, let me see what the number I have. I think it's one. Um, not that I'm disparaging anything that's yeah, The Steelers plus one, this is to me, is way easy. Um, well, they're missing their starting inside linebacker, which may hurt the run defense. I think he just got hurt, one of the guys. Bush, the kid from Michigan. Uh, that's that second-year linebacker for the for the Steelers. And that hurts. I mean, but I don't, I don't know if that's enough. And you know, an inside linebacker to swing the game. Pittsburgh's going to score. The Tennessee defense is not good. Um, Tannehill's having a hell of a season, but you know, we're still waiting for the other shoe to drop a little bit, anyways. But I'm I'm all over the Steelers plus one here. Yeah, I like that too. I think the Steelers' run defense is pretty damn good. They're going to give Henry a hard time. But Henry is a damn beast. You see him at the end beast. of that game last week. Un- unbelievable. Just throwing people around. But yeah, I mean, he is a, he is a fucking man. Um, but I think the Steelers team defense will be uh, tough, tough enough for him to run against. It'll make Tannehill do things without the running game intact and, uh, maybe make him make mistakes. I think Big Ben, man, he's finding some young rod receivers. This Claypool, Washington, even Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, this team is, this team. They find receivers out of nowhere. Even Antonio Brown was like a fifth, low pick. So they, they, they don't have really any issue, uh, finding receivers. Right, so I like the Steelers as well, especially one point game. This is this is gonna be a hard, this is gonna be one of them hard hitting, hard hitting games. So the next one, uh, the Niners and the Patriots is the afternoon game. I think. Uh, we'll take a this look. This is at. another quick one, easy, easy one for me. Um, 
The Niners are in shambles. They're falling crazy. Garofalo is going to use his, lose his job. Um, uh, Belichick got embarrassed a little bit there last week for that loss, but like I said, it was, there's only so much he could do. Um, they're at home, New England minus two. I, I think they come back and win this game. I think that's a, that's a kind of a generous, uh, I, I would think of maybe a bit more than two, but I, I'm all over, uh, Belichick and the Patriots in this one. Right. How often does Belichick doesn't lo- lo- usually lose two times in a row or three times in a row, whatever it, whatever it would be at this point? Um, the Niners did play well against the Rams Sunday night, but sometimes that's uh, just enough to make you go to go the other way because now everybody's right, like, oh, the, the, the Niners yeah, are back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's going to be a different story when they go on the road all the way to the East Coast. Uh, next game, um, the Bears and the Rams. Didn't they, I mean, there's some changes here in this schedule. Yeah. I think. Well, the Monday night game is the Bears and the Rams. So what they did right. is they had the Raiders and Buccaneers was supposed to be the Sunday night game. They moved that to an afternoon game. Sunday, we can, right. But we can do that, too, and we'll do the Seattle game well, if we want. Well, we can want. do them all. We'll do them yeah. all. Right. Get to them all eventually. So uh, the Bears and the Rams is the Monday nighter. All right, so we're at Bears and Rams here. Let me see. Uh, Chicago plus six. That's a uh, – what's their record? Five and one, something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Rams have been a little bit inconsistent, I think. They're a little bit up and they down. Have. They have. And the Bears, just one of them teams, they're not pretty web. We've been, we've been talked about this. We finally were on them last week. We were on them against the, uh, the Panthers. Uh, right. you know, we, 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 we lost, uh, against the Bucks. We lost a couple other games that we, that we took against the Bears. Uh, they just make it, they make, they usually make it a ball game, put it that way. But, uh, what do you, what do you think about this? I mean, six, I think is pretty, it seems like the Rams are always playing on the East Coast, though. So I don't know. Uh, if they'll be happy to be home, that's going to be enough to get them over. This is a tough one here. Uh, I'm going to lean towards the Bears plus the six, I guess, just based off the defense. I do think the Rams are going to win this game. Uh, like I said, it seems like they've been playing on the East Coast a ton. The Bears are not that good, uh, particularly on offense. Not that the Rams are that good. You know, the Rams are kind of what they are. They're probably what, four and two, probably something like that. That's probably where the Bears should be. So uh, this is pretty much an even game. And you're going to give me six points with kind of a kind of even team, so I'll take the six points. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Bears make it ugly. They always kind of hang, seem to hang in there. Hey, look, the Rams could easily come out and whoop their ass, but right. we seem to say this against the Bears every week that they're playing against a team that's better than them. But they but they come to play, you know. And, they, and they, uh, I mean, they're five and one with with yep. subpar quarterback play. Exactly. So if they get decent quarterback play, maybe we can you know keep, at least keep it close. Maybe by Monday this game will be seven, and then you'll get a whole touchdown. Be great. Right. So, uh, all right, and then we'll look at the the other game. That game that got moved. Okay, the Raiders are having all kinds of issues. I think with the COVID I think and with quarantine, guys. and I think yeah. the whole offensive line is under like quarantine right. or something. And then the starting safety, that dude Abram. Yeah. Um. So, and they're making them play too. This game will not. I was there just because of how they acted or whatever the videos that came out. They're not. They don't pay attention to the protocols. And I think the Titans got hit with a pretty hefty fine or something too from what happened earlier in the season, COVID related. I can't find the game here. Um, it's showing on ESPN that it might be off on the board over there just because uh, of all the issues is. they're having. Yeah, I don't see it. But yeah. on here, yeah. it's showing the Buccaneers are favored by four. Um, here comes the wager making there it is. baby right in time for this big pick. Um, I, I think we, ha- we have to take the Buccaneers because of what's going on. Yeah, but, so, but, yes. And they're just heating. Again, we're still waiting for them to explode. They're going to get better and better. I, I would take the Buccaneers probably anyway. Right. So. I'm, I, I'm no problem with that. Yeah, and we'll just let, let, we wanted to uh, bring this up um, the other day too. Um, make sure you, everybody pays attention to everything that goes on during the week. Uh, we do this show on Wednesday night. We give you picks on Wednesday night usually. Uh, by you know, last week we did it. The next day we found out that Landry had 
you know, on Cleveland had broken ribs and that, that Mayfield was hurt and all this other stuff. And, uh, by the way, don't let me ever, if I ever believe in the Browns again, just, yeah, just no, slap me in the that. face from across the tier or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, yeah, just, just make sure you keep up on the injuries and things like that. And you have, if you have a question, say, Hey, you guys took the Browns on Wednesday night. How do you feel about it's that on good, Sunday right, morning? Right, and we'll, right. we'll tell you because with the COVID and everything else going on, I mean, just, just remember what we're doing here. I mean, we're, 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 make, we're picking picks on, on Wednesday night. Sometimes, sometimes things literally the minute we get done talking, you look on Sports Center and some new guy is some hurt or some up. guy's yeah, in or, some or something. Shit so happens. Shit, um, shit, never, nothing ever be different. Like the, we were, the night we were doing NBA, we were doing the podcast and NBA games were going on. And by the time we got off the air, um, yeah, there was no canceled. NBA left for the season. So that was, yeah. That was and I mean, we try to give some disclaimers of the injuries we know about. Um, you know, we mentioned Michael Thomas a couple of times in, in weeks past, but, but yeah, absolutely. You got to pay attention to that because that is huge. Uh, you know, especially that, with the injuries happen this year, there's high, high profile players going down. Um, so yeah, you know, we will give you those disclaimers if we can, but just check in and then yeah, hit us up. We'd love to chat. We'd love to talk to you about it anyways. Uh, okay. And then, then the Sunday night, now the Sunday night game is going to be the Seahawks and Cardinals. Um, this is a funky one too. Seattle minus three here. 56 is the total. Seattle's defense is not good, man. Not good. They um, play, their, their offense is pretty damn good. They, they outscore people at this point, but the Cardinals, yeah, have been, they, they Cardinals have been playing the good. defense. I mean, that dude, Bubba, Buda Baker is good. I, I, here's one for you. Here's, here's one here. Uh, we'll talk about injuries. Is Chandler Jones going to play in this game? I mean, that, that would help me. That would affect me. That would have me lean a little more towards Arizona. I'm going to have a hard time betting against uh russell wilson here because i i mean I, I, they are bringing antonio brown and i think that's really going to happen is what i was reading today but that's not going to be for a few weeks yet no right? no no right, right. <clears throat> he's got yeah that would be three four weeks probably down the road but anyways minus three i'm going to lean towards the over 56 i think they're both going to score in the 20s um so you're going to enough to both i mean both to get to 28 is high but there will be a ton of points scored and russell wilson can get them quickly as can uh as can Kyler and uh, Hopkins. So I, my play on this would be over, and then I'd take Seattle as a slight lean there too. But if Chandler Jones plays, that makes it a little more difficult to take to go against the Cardinals. I think they did look okay last week after struggling to, to start. So it was against the Cowboys. That I, I know that, but I have no problem taking a Seattle and over, and that, that when uh, some of these teams are going to be super. High school. So, so, man, oh, I think the overs have been hitting on about 55% this web. Well, they were, I mean, the beginning of the year, it was, it was higher than that. It was over. And now, well, then, now they've adjusted the numbers. Now it's so 56, 57 instead of right. 51, you know? Right. Now it's, it's a correction. But th- this one, I think you'll see them go back, back and forth. Cause they can't, they are now, I mean, he don't even try to run the ball really. Uh, in, in, uh, I mean, Kenny Drake played well again. Cowboys got him right, but he, he, they'll, they'll leave him quickly. They'll start throwing that ball around. All right, so let's go down the list, Webb, and see if you see any other NFL games that, that stand out to you. And I'll, and I'll... Uh, I mean, I did my list here. I got Cleveland at Cincinnati minus three. I mean, both these teams are, are going nowhere quickly. The, the Browns are just horrible. I don't want to hear about them. If I had to bet this game, having said that, I would bet the Browns minus the three because Cincinnati doesn't have any players, period, the end. Um, they're just going to outright wave A.J. Uh, AJ Green here shortly. Um, not reflection on Joe Burrow, but they just there's no talent. Plus, they have their own set of injuries. Um, Cleveland has Miles Garrett. And then, you know, those dudes, can, if they ever get it right, those dudes can. Uh, they do have some offensive talent. So that's what I take there. Uh, but the Browns, just waiting on that one. The Browns are still 4-2. and two. They looked terrible against Baltimore. They looked terrible against the Steelers last week. But uh, they're, still, they're, still a decent, they're still a decent team. I think they're still playing way better than they have 
um, other years. I think they, they should be able to bounce back and be, have enough to beat the Bengals as long as people are healthy. Like I said, Landry's been playing with broken ribs. I think Mayfield's pretty banged up. So we'll see how it goes. It didn't go well last week at the Steelers. That was the big game. Supposedly they're coming out party. That didn't work out too well. But this is these are the teams they've been beating up on. To get right. To this is right. This will show you that they're not the Browns of, of old, at least. They can get to 8-8 eight and eight or whatever that number might be, the two, or, you know, nine wins, something like that. But they are 4-2, and two, like you said. I mean, you know, as we're talking, I'm liking it more and more. Just because even based off of who they're playing, though. I mean, Cincinnati is is not good. Um, do we do? Oh, geez, it's another Winning game here. Cowboys at uh, Washington football team. This is a pick 'em. Just shows you how far the Cowboys have fallen. Um, not to defend them, but they're on their backup, backup left tackle. Um, they only have two guys, one guy that started the season on the offensive line that will be playing tomorrow. And he's not good anyway. Connor Williams, a left guard. Um, the defense is horrific. Um, I think, uh, I would take, uh, Washington this game at a pick 'em. I would like to get a couple points. But uh, the Cowboys just show you, but especially with all as banged up as the Cowboys offensive line is, if if Washington has one good thing, it's their defensive line. Correct. You know, that that's that's where that's That's where they they invested all their money. They invested their draft picks over the years. All that. There's three or four. I mean, they they got a couple guys from Bama that are good. And Ryan Kerrigan has been a uh, one of the you know, there's not many thorns uh, coming from Washington. But he's been a thorn in the Cowboys side. He's a good player. Um, I just I have zero confidence in Dallas. I'm sure they have zero confidence in themselves. Um, I, I think Kylan Allen is maybe a little bit less prone to a, a pick at, instead of uh, Haskins. So I, I'll give a slight lean. I, I'm not going to touch the game, but I'm going to uh, Washington there. Right, okay, we'll stay away from that one. A uh, game I do like, Webb, it's a big point spread. We usually try and stay away from big point spreads, but I don't see how the Jets can ever be within two touchdowns of the Bills. I got 12 and a half here. This is a Jets team that is by far the worst team in football. And that's saying something this year because there's nine <laughs> or ten teams that just suck. Um, the Bills are angry. I think they lost two in a row, correct? And yeah. they haven't played well. I think you're going to see this is what just what they needed. You'll see them throw. You'll see Allen play well here. You'll see the defense get right a little bit. You know, Diggs will have a couple touchdowns. John Brown will get into the action. Cole Beasley, the running back, will get loose a little bit. Singletary, yeah, this is neat. This is a pretty easy one, too, 12 and a half here. Um, what else you see that we got so far? We got one on 10. We're at 10 already, but uh, right. if you see anything else in there, um, well, you know, we, we, I'll we, mention them quickly. Detroit at Atlanta, Detroit, um, Atlanta minus two and a half, not touching it. If you have no. to take the line, too inconsistent, both teams, too yeah, inconsistent. Take the lines. Uh, next one, Panthers at the Saints, seven and a half. Saints are going to win the game. I, I don't know. Seven and a half could go either way. That's, that's a big half point there. Um, I, I do think the Carolina has been playing above their heads, but they are quality. They're going to give you a good game. Um, it'll be tight to that seven, I think, but I would go Saints there. That, that, that's yeah, not too bad. I think we stay away from that one. I think Bridgewater, yeah. Bridgewater coming back to the Saints. Bridgewater is going to know the defense. You know what I mean? He's not going to be yeah. overwhelmed by whatever uh, Dennis Allen is doing not defensively. As well, as they, we thought they would, especially Lattimore is not playing that good. Right. He's not the best. Season. No, they're not I playing. The Saints are giving up points big time. They should have lost that, to, to the Chargers, to be honest. Yeah. This Green Bay Packers minus three and a half at Houston. Uh, Houston had that one game, you know, this, this, there's a game buffer between that game and now. Packers kind of got a little bit embarrassed, uh, the other day. Uh, you know, Rodgers is taking some lumps that's everyone saying he's a dick, he's moody, blah, blah, blah. I think they come out and, and get right here against yeah. a Houston team that's just flailing. It's documented how well we like, uh, Deshaun Watson, but, uh, you know, I may, I like the, the Packers minus a three and a half. I'll I agree. Coming that. off, 
coming off the tough loss. So we love the Bucks last week. That was one of the things we really we really picked. Uh, we, we, we expected the Packers to come back down to earth, but now I expect the Texans coming off a tough, tough loss, that, that Tennessee loss. They, they won one, and then they were, they, were, they were right in the game with Tennessee all to the end. They made some mistakes. They got Romeo Cremel, went for two instead of when he should have just kicked a field goal to go by extra point to go up by eight, and that caused Tennessee to come down and be able to tie it. And then, uh, and then they lost in overtime once, once Tennessee got the ball. That was a tough loss. Uh, I think the Packers get right, yeah. right back here as well. So I, I would include that one. Um, let me see. Chiefs minus nine and a half at Denver. Um, I don't have too much of a feeling there. I think Denver, that was a Super Bowl for them. Not a, but the big win, uh, an unexpected big win. They're probably feeling pretty good about themselves. Maybe a little bit of a letdown for the Chiefs here. Um, it's always kind of funky to play up in that altitude. I had to. I'd take the Chiefs minus to nine and a half, but I'm going to stay stay off of this one. And then the only one left, I think, is the Chargers and Jags. Correct. Uh, Correct. I don't think I'm going to take a one and four team laying seven and a half. No. Uh, against anybody. So. No, well, this is one and four against one and four. I mean, Jacksonville's traveling across the country. They they they're they're punting on this season. I, I, this this may be the team that's tanking for Trevor, um, if anybody is. Uh, you know, gun to my, I'm not going to take it either, but I would take the Chargers by it to seven, um, and, and just hope that, uh, that my, that my new team goes off on, on it. <laughs> my new team. All right. So, and they have pretty colors too, Web. You can probably, yes. you I, can I look was up some shit with that powder with, puff blue and all that shit. Yeah, Dan, Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow. And it's John free old township looking colors. Yeah. <laughs> so we got 11 NFL picks. They're the Eagles, the under the Eagles, Steelers, Patriots, Bears, Bucks, over Seahawks, Seahawks, Browns, Bills, and Green Bay. Let's move it right to college, Web. We went four and four last week. Uh, new, we got the Big Ten fresh blood coming in. Yeah. And, um, let's take a look. Well, we got games tonight. We're going to talk real quick, uh, if we can get this out. We took Arkansas State plus, uh, plus a 13 and a half against Appalachian State. Appalachian State is a legit, uh, you know, they're a fringe top 25 team, but Arkansas State's not bad either. They, they, we had them last week. I don't know that we won on that, but they scored. They did a cover. They of, did end up cover, but they just, they were scoring and couldn't stop nobody, but they did yeah, cover. They did score a shit ton. I think 59 points maybe. So I, I, based off of that, Appalachian State's had some luck. This, they're, they're a little bit down this year. Maybe it's a funky year for everybody, obviously. Um, so I'm just thinking Arkansas State can keep it close based on what they can score, um, plus 13 and a half. And then tomorrow night, Smith, we have three games. You got them there, right? Yeah, uh, four games, actually. There's Jacksonville State versus Florida International. Don't I don't know if that's one. even. And then Tulsa UCF, USF. Yep. Uh, the big one is the Big Ten. Uh, Illinois goes to Wisconsin. And then our Raging Cajuns play UAB this week. All right, I do have a feel for the Tulsa US, USF game. I, I like South Florida plus the 11 here, believe it or not. I don't know who Tulsa is to be laying 11 points. I know we bet against them a couple of times. And I'm with, I guess, varying. I think they had a that. close game against somebody big. You know, something. Yeah, something I, like that. I just think the 11 points a number. I mean, it, this may be the number may be telling us something, but I'll, I'll I'll go down. I'll ride or die with that 11 on this one. Um, the oh, they, actually beat, they actually beat UCF and they. We're only that's lost by I'm nine to Oklahoma State, but that we was can last week. We had it. We went against. That's what it was. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, again, they're traveling again. They're on the road to Florida. I'll, I'll take the eleven. You know, I'll this, take that. Not, not not a major. Nothing, you know. Some of these, I'll tell you, some of these, uh, like like weeknight college games, taking point. You can never go wrong taking the points in these. Right. These. Right. It's Thursday. But we also, but well, there's a couple other games like we said. I mean, UAB, UL Lafayette. I'm actually a UAB. I'm a little bit of a closet fan of the, the Dragons there. I, I'm going to take – I know we don't like going against these Louisiana teams. Seems like Uh-oh. there's a bunch of them. 
But I would like to. I'll take the two and a half. I'd end up buying that to three. That, that if you want to skip on that, that's fine. But uh, UAB's been pretty good to us, I think. All right, I'll take you. We'll, we'll go with UAB. And, and then the big one is uh, the Big Ten. Uh, nobody knows. To me, nobody knows what these teams are going to be. Right. Exactly. Illinois had a probably a little bit better season last year than than Correct. they have in the past. Wisconsin usually comes out early in the season and kicks ass. Uh, but, but laying about 20 points, 20 points. This was a year they were talking about them, you know, up, but, you know, fighting for that four, three, four spot in the playoffs that, that the quarterback is a senior now and he, he has pretty good. I'm sure they got a running back. They always seem to pump out a 2000 yard running back, but I don't have, I got 19 and a half here. I guess it's in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I mean, no idea on this one. I, if I had to, I'd just take Wisconsin just based off of the preseason hype, but it's tough. Well, we 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 put it, we we can wait. You want to put it on the list or not put it on the list? Nah, let's, all right, that's tough. The first Big Ten game we're gonna skip. Yeah, all right, I, move on to Saturday. See some games that you like. I I got one off the top of my head. Webb, yeah. Kansas State. Webb, they got upset early in the season. They've been playing better since they beat. Um, so the the big upset they lost um, to Arkansas State. That's the one we talked about being pretty good uh, yeah. by four points early in the season. But then they beat Oklahoma. They beat Texas Tech and they beat T- TCU. Um, Kansas is in a mess. Their best player, Puka Williams, was from the New Orleans area here. He went up there. He's been in all kinds of trouble back and forth. He just, he was the one actually that ran back the kickoff against West Virginia last week. They put it right at the number 21 that I think a lot of people were at. Uh, he just decided this week he's going to the pros and he's leaving, he's leaving the program. He's like the best <laughs> athlete they have on the team. Uh, if you can get this under the, under 21, I love Kansas State in this game. I know it's laying a lot of points, but I love Kansas. I got 20 here. Yeah, I got no problem with this. Uh, Kansas sucks. There's no two ways about it. Uh, that's an easy call for me. Yeah, and I, I mean, that number 20 is better than 21, so I get you there. I'm cool with that. I got a couple here I had marked, and then we can maybe talk about some others. Um, where is my universe? Where's Cincinnati here? I got yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I like them, uh, too. We've been waiting for them to play for a few weeks. They've had yeah, some COVID I mean, issues that, themselves. What, uh, well, I think it was against more more. So they're playing opponents. SMU. SMU. Yeah. And that's some, I mean, they, the ponies, I like them from back in the day too, but they let us down last week though, the ponies. They did. Um, I, I like Cincinnati plus two and a half, buy it to three. I, I like that's pretty good here. That, that's, that's a defense, strong defense. Cincinnati's for real. They're legit this year, even more so than years past. SMU is okay. They're a good, whatever conference that is. They, they're the leader of that conference with the conference USA maybe, but they're not ready for prime time. And Cincinnati's just off of that prime time, you know, tier as well. I like Cincinnati plus a couple points there. All right. Um, um, and then one more I, that I like, and we can talk some others. Where BYU is laying a number, but they are crushing teams, and they have been good to us. Oh, 28 and a half against Texas State. Uh, I like BYU. I know that's a number. They're going to score in the 50s for sure. That quarterback is a pro. Zach Wilson, I think his name is. Um, I'll buy this to 28, and, I, and I'm going to whack this one too. I like this one a lot. And this is late night, Saturday night too, 10:15. Uh, I don't know about this line, this number, whatever, but all I can tell you is. I appreciate BYU from last week, Webb. It was one of those games where, mm-hmm. you know, you know how you, you you have a team, they're laying a few points, and you feel like, man, they're just playing to win. They got no idea what the point spread is. Mm-hmm. The BYU last week on Friday night was the exact opposite. <laughs> they, they they scored and went up by like four and onside kicked it yeah. to get it in, in like the third quarter. And onside kick to get the ball back. They went again a few a few plays later on in the game. They like went for it down in their own like they threw the ball when all they had to do was take when other teams would have taken a knee at the goal line. Let's see, I, I wrote made a couple notes. They made a big play, uh, and they onside kicked in the third quarter after scoring. And then um, also they passed for a touchdown at the ten yard line instead of trying to run the clock out. 
and their coach is good. Their quarterback is good. Um, they were losing by 13 late in the third, laying five and a half, and they came back and did it all. So I like them. So we got BYU. And then uh, another team that I like tomorrow, Saturday, is right here. And um, hold up. Webb's going to be right back with us here for a second. We have a little bit of technical uh, difficulty here. I had some good points to make about LSU here. So just while while we're waiting for Webb. Apologies, little technical That's okay, man. I was about to say, the... I was about to start talking without you, but I got some really good good uh, points to make about the LSU game coming up that I'd like for you to hear, and then you can give me some feedback. I was here, and I had you on. I just had to get the – I could hear oh, you. Okay. You couldn't hear me. Oh, that's what it is. All right, so so look, I like – I'm going to start out by saying I like South Carolina plus the six or seven this week, and I'm going to tell you a few reasons why. <clears throat> Number one, their defense can't stop anybody. Can't LSU's stop defense, anybody. Right. LSU's defense can't stop anybody. Uh, number two, Miles Brennan, the quarterback, is a lower leg injury, and he's going to be out for this week. And LSU's been scoring. I feel bad for Miles Brennan. This guy's kind of been waiting his turn for years to be the starting quarterback at LSU, even to the point where last year, his junior year, he was probably going to be the guy until uh, Joe Burrow came in all of a oh, sudden. Fire. Yep. And so he gets to, gets, to, gets to be the quarterback again this year. But word on the street here is that um, – now that LSU has two losses, um, they really want to see who their two young quarterbacks, they have two young quarterbacks on the roster. I think they're both freshmen, or one's a redshirt freshman, one might be a sophomore. Uh, they really want to see how these guys can do, and they really want to throw them to the fire. And with two losses already, the LSU's almost looking at this already during this during this COVID season. Right, yep, and two yep. losses, they're almost looking at this like a mulligan. Obviously, um, Coach O won the national championship this year. He signed the new contract. His job right. is secure. Right. Um, they want to see how new, and, if, yeah. and if they're doing it that at the quarterback position, they're also doing it at positions that we don't even talk about. Right. Okay. Whether it's a defensive tackle, that's a freshman or, a, or, a, or a safety. That's a freshman or a cornerback. Mm. That's a freshman. They're, they're going to be putting these guys in here. Uh, South Carolina is coming off a big win last week against Auburn. Um, LSU's defense can't stop anybody. I think this is as good a chance as South Carolina will ever have a being beaten LSU uh, this time of the year. I think I'm going to take I'm going to take that six or seven points with South Carolina. Yeah, and yeah. also, uh, I was listening to Herb Street talk the other day, Webb, about how it's been it's been pretty obvious that these SEC defenses are really behind the offenses this year. A lot of high scoring games, and part of his his explanation for that, Webb, was that all right. So a lot of guys opted out for this year not a lot but some and right. the ones that opted in aren't necessarily a hundred percent in in other words they got their one their one foot in the door with this thing but they're also looking about what's happening afterwards making sure they're staying healthy maybe you're not completely selling out like you would on defense if, the, if it was a regular season right uh, just just there's a feeling for these real good players and real good teams that uh you know this isn't the same for all the marbles like it's been in the past, if right. that makes any, if that yeah, makes any sense. So in some ways, defense is all about effort in many ways. And a lot of these teams, uh, all, all up and down the SEC, you know, other than Alabama, other than the Clemson and probably Ohio State, everybody else is just kind of out there doing whatever. Um, I like, I like, anyway, I like South Carolina, but that may be a reason why some of these defenses have had such a hard time stopping people in these. That's these an interesting theory. Yeah. But I got no problem. Uh, I had South Carolina here with a question mark. That's, I'm, I'm down with that. That's good. All right. What else you got? Uh, I mean, I was looking at Florida State, believe it or not. Uh, Florida State plus five at LSU. They, they seem that quarterback change, I think may have done it for them. They looked 
good, actually. Um, I, I don't know who they played last week. We bet against them a couple times and we got smacked. Uh, I'm ready to hop on the other way. Sometimes you just got to take a look at the, you know, this is going to be three weeks in a row if they play good this week. Um, Louisville, to me, is no good. What they score last week? Seven points or something like yeah, that. They covered, they covered the Notre Dame. They did. We had the other way. I had the other way. Or, uh, something. Or maybe we didn't touch it just to see. It wasn't going to win. That game would have been, somehow we would have lost both if we would have bet that one. So, <laughs> um, I do like Florida State plus the five. All right, I'm cool with that. Uh, Louisville screwed us so many times that I don't mind taking Florida State. This will be the week Louisville shows up and kicks some ass, but uh, I'll take Florida State plus the five. Right, um, and another one I saw, University of Miami, 12.5 is a pretty big number, but they seem to be, I mean, the only teams that they they don't, they don't they get beat up by are the you know the major league teams, it seems like. Clemson smacked them, we all knew that. Um, they beat somebody else, they were laying 14, we had them, they covered. Virginia didn't do, is not doing anything, I don't know what's, their story. I think their quarterback may be hurt. They didn't score any points really last week either. Like Miami at home again. We did. I mentioned the the crowd noise there. Uh, Twelve and a half. I like Miami a little bit there too. All right, take Miami. Um, let's look at some of these Big Ten games and see if anything stands out. I, I think Indiana had a pretty good year last year, but to me they're one of those teams that every oh, maybe fourth year they have some seniors getting to be seniors right at the right time. Yep. And they they play a little more competitive. But I think Penn State has big high hopes this year. And they're, to not even be laying a touchdown, I think, is a pretty good play here. I love the over here. Um, they uh, Indiana's can score a ton of points. They got a couple of senior uh, receivers that are real good. Penn State defense is banged up, not as what it was these past couple years. Um, 61 is pretty high, but I do like the over there. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't go any higher than that. Um, we got Penn State minus five and a half. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I could go either way on this one in terms of the team, but I do like the over. I like Penn State, so we can go Penn State and over. So right now right, we got cool. one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven for the weekend. You see anything else that stands out? I mean, the, the two that I, I mean, the three that we covered earlier um, were were the biggest plays for me. The BYU, uh, the first one you mentioned, and also Cincinnati. So no, I'm good. Okay, and we'll just wait and see on some of these Big Ten games, and that'll be it. Yeah, so I mean Arkansas. that's tough. I mean those are tough. Right. I mean, Arkansas State, USF, UAB, Kansas State, Cincinnati, BYU, Kansas South State. Carolina, Florida State, uh, Miami, Penn State, and over Penn State. Love it. Yeah, that's winners right there, baby. All right. That's 7-4. Right. So real quick, uh, don't forget ThriveFantasy.com. Uh, Wager Makers is the promo code. Get on there and get a matching stuff. Um, John Grove, thank you for the bumper music. MN3 Technologies, thank you for chipping in yes, for the, um, the, the grand prizes for our things. Uh, John Grove for the Bumpy Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, Devin's going to tell you about YouTube. Hi, this is Devin Weber. When you go on the Wager Makers podcast webpage, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell to put on your post notifications. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. Uh, look, don't forget, just like Ron did today with the fantasy football, reach out to us. Uh, Facebook, the Wager Makers podcast, uh, Wager Makers talk group. Uh, Twitter at the Wager Makers, Instagram at the Wager Makers, the Wager Makers at gmail.com if you want to email us. But also, uh, if you if the picks like tonight don't get out in time, don't forget you can go to sportswatchmonitor.com, pay yourself twenty bucks, you get the tick the pick. We would already have we already have Philly and the um, under Eagles and Arkansas State on there. You can get those. And uh, hey, I just want to thank you all for listening. Tell some friends, tell some people. If you enjoy the show, if you're winning some money, let us know. And if you if you think we suck, let us know too. Uh, Webb, take us out. 
Yeah, man. Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, tell a friend, tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend. It's time. It's time to, to really blow this thing up. It's time for me and Smith to go big time here. So, and we're gonna bring everybody along with us. Thanks, Thrive uh, Fantasy. Thanks, Wilbur Investigations. Thanks, Marty Johnson, John Grow. Blah blah blah. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, brick by brick, baby. We're making some money this week. <laughs>